Ladies, I am Kim Kral. I am reporting to you, not live, from my closet. Or no, I'm not in my closet anymore. Wow, I really just blacked out and forgot I'm not in my closet. I didn't black out, but you know what I mean when you're like, hi, everyone. Hi. Uh, I'm back. Um, it is Wednesday. I'm really, I'm going to record a couple of these today because I want to get my Thailand trip out. And I don't know how long it's going to take me to tell you about this because apparently I go on 900 tra- tangents as I'm telling one story. Um, but that is great. And that is who I am. And I think that is why we all are listening here today. I do want to, before I get into it, I do want to tell you guys something. And uh, I don't know, male listeners, uh, listen, I guess, and learn something. I don't know. I, I also am under, I'm pretty positive. I don't have any male listeners that would be like, Ooh, period gross. You know, like most mature men are like, yeah, women have those things. That is part of all of it. Right. But I have, I tried. So, you know, there's the tampon and then there's the pad, right? And when I was a kid putting in the tampon, I mean, now in hindsight, of course, the tampon was rough for me to put in because I had sexual trauma. Whoa, right out of the gate. Um, But it was a really hard thing for me to like learn how to put it in. It took me like years. I was like 17 when I finally was able to get one in and then a lot of like, it was really rough, right? And now in hindsight, I look back and I'm like, oh, well, obviously. But there's now discs and cups that you put in and it's like, they're great because you don't, you can leave them in for like 12 hours and not die. Um, for those of you who don't know, if you leave a tampon in for too long, uh, you can get something called toxic shock syndrome and it'll just like kill you. So that's a fun thing for us to have to worry about. But so I wanted to try the cup, but I want every month I'm like, oh, I should do some research and then next month I'll try it. Right. And every month I forget. And my period started two days ago and I forgot that like right before I left for Thailand, I just brought all the rest of my tampons because I've been making this plan to switch out of tampons for a while. So we didn't have many left. And so my period started and I was like, oh, well, you buy a box of tampons or let's try. So I'm trying a disc that's like it's disposable. So it's my first it's wild. It, the whole thing is a wild experience. It's so wild. It's so easy to put in. It's just up there and I can't feel it. I mean, I, I went out in the world yesterday and it was literally all I could think about where I was like, why can't I feel this thing? Is it just lost inside? Like I don't. And then it's made me realize how little I know about my own reproductive system. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's where the blood comes out. Um, it makes sense though. Once you look at a diagram anyway, so it's in and I pulled, I pulled it out last night and it was like not as messy as you know, you thought it would be. I don't know. So before we go back to Thailand story, we will, we, I just, I can't stop thinking about it. And I had a mic, I was at a mic yesterday and this broad, uh, it's not even important. I, that was, that's another thing that's happened to me since I've come back. I just don't have the energy to like, bitch or gossip about people. I just, I'm tired. Mom's tired. No, it's just, it was so quiet and cool there. You know what I mean? And it's just very loud and bright here. And I need my inhaler all the time and my nose is running and I lose my voice. If I scream for five days straight, um, I worked this golf tournament. I'll tell you that in another episode. It was a wild experience. Um, but I lost my voice and I'm like, man, I yelled for like 15 days straight in Thailand. I mean, I didn't yell, but you know, I talked, you know, every day and you know, I talked to a lot of different, whatever. Like I just, I lose my voice so much here. It's the air quality, man. And now we're back in the land of needing our inhaler and constantly having our nose run. So it looks like we have a bit of a cocaine problem. 
That's right. I blamed it in Los Angeles. Okay. So we're at day one. I literally did a whole episode of just the travel day. That's why I think this is going to take me eight months, but that's okay. Uh, so, and I have it all written down. I, I still have to finish reading, uh, writing down the rest of the trip, but I think, I think, I think I have a pretty solid memory. Um, so the first day I wake up and like, okay, so I wake up and I'm like, um, like my instinct was like, okay, why don't I'm really tired. I'm just going to go back to sleep. Like I have one day in Bangkok and then the next day I'm going to go to Kanchanaburi to go to the elephant place. Right. And so I'm like, I'm just going to sleep. And then I realized that that was me being totally freaked out. Right. I'm just totally scared. I wake and I was just like, Oh, I'm scared. Like I'm in a new country. I don't know anybody. Um, I don't know the language. I, I, you know, I was told right before I left that everybody in Bangkok was going to try and rob me. So like, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so scared. That's what it is. Like, I was just like, Oh, I'm terrified. So I, you know, I said, I, and this is all to myself, you know, my hotel room, I was like, all right, man, well, you're scared all the time. Like everything I do in my life is kind of scary. So I was like, well, let's just do what we always do when we're scared. Like what is the next step? Let's just chunk it down and do the next best step. So then I took a shower. It took me like a week to figure out the shower situation. The showers were wild. It was like, it was like a faucet, but not like a faucet, like a faucet in your bathtub. It was like a, a hose faucet. Right. And the bathrooms are like the whole shower, you know, there's no like shower. There was a couple of them that had a separate shower, but most of them, the whole bathroom was the shower. And then the, the bath mat was like outside of the bathroom. And so you like the toilet got wet, everything got wet, like the shower. And then it went up into this like heater thing. And then the shower came out and it was detachable. And some were like perfectly scolding hot and like not school. I, I apparently I take like really hot showers. I didn't realize this until I went to Thailand. And then, I, and you know, when uh, my friend at the, um, at the elephant sanctuary, she helped me with my shower the first night and she was like, yeah, it's hot. And I like touched it and I was like, this is like lukewarm. But then I'm like, do I just take like serial killer hot showers? Is that, I mean, who knows, right? Probably. Um, but I didn't know that like that, like cord that goes up to the box that's connected to the, um, the detachable shower head, that's the heater. So I didn't know. So when I turned on the faucet in my first hotel one, because that was the next best, that, that was the next step, right? It's like, you're going to go out in the world. And the first step is to shower, just take a shower. That's all you have to do. Like, and you guys know when I've been working through my depression stuff and my, you know, my, my trauma and my disassociation, all the stuff I've been working through since I've started this, um, beforehand, but I've shared with you, um, is that like, I just, when I feel afraid or I want to just lay in my bed for days and days, I just do the next best thing, you know? And sometimes it's just as simple as like, get up and make your bed, get in the shower, you know, and chunk it down to like the very minimal task just so, cause my brain gets super overwhelmed. I think I'm an, I'm attempting to get tested for ADHD. I thought it was all trauma until I worked through my trauma. No, I'm like, no, I might have ADHD, which also might be, um, from the trauma, who knows? It's all just like this big tangled web of who cares? Um, I care. Uh, so I, so I like, I couldn't like, I turned on the little hose faucet and I was like, oh, it's, it's so cold. 
So I'm like, I think I'm just going to like sponge bath from here. Cause I was like, I don't think I can handle taking a cold shower. Turns out that is the heater. So you have to turn that on in order. Cause I stayed in that hotel the last night and it was a perfectly hot shower. It's like, Oh, I didn't. Yeah. It took me a couple of days to figure out the shower situation in Thailand. Um, so I like sat on the floor and like sponge bath myself and I'm like, all right, I know you're afraid. Um, the first thing we need to do is get a SIM card for my, my phone. So when you travel, um, I was told to by my friend Bobette, she was like, get a SIM card. So that way you can use the internet. You, you get your, you get a Thailand phone number and you don't use your data and you know, it doesn't cost you a billion dollars on your cell phone carrier. But the day before, so I wanted, I don't, I didn't tell you guys this before I left, but this is a really sweet, awesome story. So the day before I left, as you guys know, I, if I could fight in an, like a company, I would fight Verizon. I just, it's so expensive. I am the only person ever around. Like every time I'm somewhere with a group of people, everybody has service except me. And all of them are like, I'm with AT&T or I'm with T-Mobile. Like nobody is with Verizon. And it's just like, and it's so expensive and I've paid off my phone. So I'm like, I'm going to, the day before I left, I was like, I'm going to see if I can switch to T-Mobile or AT&T. Now I was with AT&T for like, this is, this is, we're pausing the Thailand story. Don't worry. We'll get all the Thailand out. Um, but we may take some pit stops along the way. Uh, so I like, so I was with T-Mobile for so long. I was with them when they were voice stream and Jamie Lee Curtis was their, their, uh, fucking, uh, spokesperson. So like I've been with this and then they went from voice stream to, to T-Mobile. Right. And when I finally switched from T-Mobile, I, I walked in one day and this is before, uh, all the other cell phone carriers besides AT&T had iPhones. Remember when only AT&T had the iPhone. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to just go into T-Mobile and I'm going to cancel my phone plan. And then I'm going to walk across the street to Verizon. I found out that you have to do it opposite ways, by the way. But at the time I didn't know and it didn't matter because I didn't switch. But I was like, I'm going to, and then I'm going to get an iPhone. I'm going to go to AT&T and get an iPhone. So I walk into T-Mobile and there's these two fucking punk kids who are like, I don't know, 15 working behind the thing. And they're like, you don't want an iPhone. You want this Android. And then they gave me, I can't even remember. It was like called like my something. I don't know. This fucking phone broke non-stop like they had to send me like six new phones and they wouldn't and I was like I don't understand this phone clear like this phone's not in operation anymore like shortly after this they like got rid of the phone and replaced it because it was just so shitty I can't remember what would happen but it just didn't work it wouldn't charge it was all sorts of things and I was like I don't understand like obviously this phone doesn't work can I just have another phone and they were like no your insurance only covers the same phone I was like that doesn't make any sense that doesn't make any sense because this one obviously doesn't work and then so like 12 years ago, I had a giant meltdown at the T-Mobile on Sunset in Western and was like the grandstand, like, I'm never coming back to this establishment. You know, T-Mobile, you can die in a fire. Like, I mean, I'm a dramatic, I'm never returning. So I was kind of nervous to return to T-Mobile, right? Because I was like, oh, you could have made that big scene. I don't know if it's like doctor's offices. You know, you have like a chart in doctor's offices where they're like, this bitch flipped out and I don't give her the Vicodin anymore. I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? Like they have like charts. So I don't know if like cell phone companies have like a file with you. When I worked at a bank, 
every time you called into the bank, we would make notes about you. And if they were bad notes, it was like, and it was so funny because it was always so consistent. It was like, this person's really nice. They just wanted blah, blah, blah. Oh, they were really nice and blah, 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 blah. Or it was like, this person screamed the F word at me 14 times before hanging up on me. And that was like five or seven comments from every person that guy talked to. You know what I mean? So I wonder if like cell phone companies have that. They're like, this bitch just said she'd never come back. So I was worried about going to T-Mobile. But... I was also told that T-Mobile, everything I read, T-Mobile has the best international plans. Like Verizon, you pay like $10 a day and then you have unlimited everything. And that sounds really cheap on paper. I know you're like, oh, $10 isn't that big of a deal. But when you're going on into another country and you're, you know, you've saved your money to like have this extravagant trip and you're really excited, an extra like $300 is like, I'd way rather spend that on not Verizon. Fuck you, Verizon. And I guess AT&T has the same thing. I hate Verizon. I feel like I wonder if in 12 years I'll, I'll come crawling back to Verizon if I'll have this you know, I didn't actually have a big meltdown in Verizon. I just secretly stewed for 12 years. Um, not really. I secretly stewed for like four. Um, so that still seems like a really long time to be secretly stewing. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go to T-Mobile because T-Mobile has, I can't, re- I didn't really use the international plan while I was there. Cause like I said, I got the SIM card, but if I did use my phone number, I could still text and talk. And I had like a certain amount of data and I, it, and it was free. Um, or I think you couldn't talk on the phone, but you could use your data. So you could use WhatsApp. And if you did talk on the phone, it was like 25 cents a minute or something. It wasn't like anything crazy. So I was like, all right, I'll try T-Mobile. So I walk into T-Mobile and there's this broad sitting in there. And I, and I was like, hi, I, I have this like big fear. I don't know if anybody else has this And Thailand kind of helped me with it. Cause like, I don't like being sold to, I know like I was in sales for so long and I know all the tricks and I know all the like annoying lingo of like, you know, don't ask open-ended questions. You know, are you ask open-ended questions? I can't remember. It's been a long time, but I just don't like being and in Thailand, everything is kind of a haggle. So for the first like week and a half, I was like scared to shop because everything was a haggle. Like you're supposed to be like, oh, I'm not paying for that. Oh, I'm not buying. I'm not paying that much for it. And then you walk away. And by the end of it, I was so good at it. I got these earrings. So I got this set of earrings um, for two different friends. So two, oh, here's Lucy, two different earrings. You know what I mean? Two pairs of earrings. Okay. I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. Um, two pairs of earrings. And when I walked up, I was like, how much is this? And the guy was like, for both. Well, he goes, it's 700 bot each. And I was like, Oh, I'm like, what if, and, and a lot of times at the stores, if you're like, Oh, I'll, I'll, what if I buy two, then they'll be like, all right, I'll make it less. And I was like, what if I buy two? He goes a uh, thousand bot. And I was like, mm, no, I'm going to, I saw some other ones over there. I'm going to go check those out real quick. And he goes, how much do you think? And like this weird haggle. And that was my last night there. And like, I was like avoiding shopping before that. Cause I was so nervous about haggling. Cause I just, I, the whole situation makes me so uncomfortable. And but yeah, I, I, he was like, how much? And then I still think he would have gone lower because he seemed really pleased when we, we, we came to 700 bot for both. He seemed really pleased. But then also the lady down the street who was selling them, she was selling them for like 500 bot a pair or for one pair. I don't know. That's going to live rent free in my head for a while because I feel like he's, he, I mean, not that you want everyone to be satisfied, right? In the, in the sale, I want to feel like I got a deal and he wants to still make money. This was my constant battle while I was there, but I got pretty good at it anyway. So I walk into T-Mobile and I'm like, I I don't know. I I just, I'm like, Hey, listen, this is my problem. This is what I want. And I don't want, I I don't want to like haggle, you know, like I don't like, 
I want to, I saw, I know what you have to offer. This is the plan I want. This is what I have. And, and like, I want my cell phone and I want a new phone. And she was like, okay. And I ended up staying there for like five hours. Right. Which is a long time to be somewhere, especially if you're leaving the country the next day, but it was actually good because well, one, what I'm about to tell you and two, it, it gave me less time to just like panic at home without anything to do or just like making up things I needed to do, which, you know, worked out obviously. But so me and this broad become like pals. She is so cool and so nice. And she's, you know, we're going through all this stuff and she's, you know, going to add, like, look, and she's like, I totally get it. And I'm like, I just had no service at Verizon. And like, these are the places I go to a lot for work. And so she's looking up the addresses and she's like, oh God, we have great service here. All right. We have so, so service here. And, you know, just helping a ton, helping a ton. And we're laughing and she's so nice and so sweet. And we're like, yeah, we're going to be friends after this. Um, I got her something in Thailand. I feel like that might be weird, but uh, she's like, you know, I don't know. After I tell you what, what I'm about to tell you, we'll be like, oh no, that's a nice thing to do. So it's just so nice. I'm telling her about Thailand. She's telling me in her, about her rap career and like where, you know, where she's from and we're like bonding. We're like becoming pals. And so she goes in the back because I don't want the, I, I don't want the iPhone 14. I want the iPhone 13 because the, the iPhone 14 and beyond, um, I guess the UN is doing something where they're making companies not have SIM cards anymore. I don't know. I didn't really listen or dig more into it, but the iPhone 14 doesn't have a SIM card anymore. It's like an e-SIM card. And I was like, <coughs> excuse me. Honestly, I've done so much research about this SIM card situation. I don't have time to learn a whole new thing. And I know the only difference is, um, the camera's like slightly better, but the iPhone 13 has a pretty insane camera. So I'm good. And so she was like, okay, cool. But I don't know if we have iPhone 13s. And I'm like, okay. She's like, I'll go back in the back and look. And they're gone. She's gone for like a while, right? I'm talking. I want to know how much time is left on the timer. Oh my Isn't God. Right? I have this, hey, Google. And every now and then it just talks and it scares the fucking shit out of me. Like every now and then it's just like, oh, hey, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, ah, because I live alone, right? And I, I, so just now I don't know what it, it asked me about a timer. I don't know. Um, so I don't think it's supposed to talk unless you say, hey, boo hoo, you know? Um, I don't want to say it now because then it'll talk for a while. So I guess I could unplug it, but it's, it's. No problem. Just let me know if you need anything. Did you hear that? I don't know if you guys can hear that. Um, so, yeah, she's gone for like a while, right? She's gone for a while and then she comes back and she goes, okay, we don't have the iPhone 13. And I was like, oh, okay. And oh, I, I needed the iPhone 13 with a little bit more RAM. I'm sure there's a better word for it or like a new age word, like the correct word, but more space on it. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. And she goes, but my boss says that he'll run over to the T-Mobile like a couple miles away because they have it and they have it in the color you want. And I was like, oh, would he do that? And she's like, absolutely. I'll just probably take another half hour. And I'm like, that's fine. And she goes, and also... I want to give you something. Uh, so I guess team, I don't know if this is everyone else, but T, like T-Mobile people have a big discount. They're able to give like one or two a year or something like that, uh, or maybe a lifetime. I can't, I don't know, but it's like a rare, She. it's like basically for your family, right? And she's like, and I don't really have any family and I, like out here. She's like, and where my family is, they don't have, like t there's no T-Mobile or T-Mobile's not great there. So she's like, they have other carriers. So she's like, there's not really anybody I can give this to. And my boss was like, why don't, you know, she was just like, she goes, I'm telling my boss how much 
how much I like you and how much you're just like a good human. And I was like, Oh, you're a good human. You know, I'm only, I like, I'm only cool to cool humans, you know? Uh, and she was like, so she gave me like this wild deal, like the big, the big package that has uh, Paramount Plus added to it, which I know doesn't mean anything to you guys, but Sarah Michelle Gellar just had a television show release only on Paramount Plus. And I was like, oh, that really sucks because there's nothing else on Paramount Plus I want to watch but that. But now T-Mobile will pay for it for a year so I can watch... SMG on, 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 on the little screen again. Um, I'm very excited about it. Uh, like it just has like all these perks and stuff. So the big one, but she's like, you got to get the big one in order to have this deal. And then it's like, like a huge percentage off of your bill for a lifetime. So I'm like basically like grant, like the a family member of T-Mobile now. And it's just so, it was like the start of this trip made me realize how much I've, gained, I don't know if gained is the right word, but how much I've benefited from the kindness of strangers, you know, like how the kindness of strangers have just really, you know, helped me in my life. Um, and, and a lot in Thailand too. So that, that leads me. So, I mean, just this woman who doesn't know me at all and doesn't know, you know, I mean, she just, I just go in and I'm not like a dick, you know, and we just like talk and whatever. So that's why I got her a little something. She said she loved elephants, whatever. But, um, cause that's just a really cool, sweet thing of her to do. And now I have, now I guess like now I, I guess they don't have files on T-Mobile. I'm sure she would tell me if there was a file that said I made like a big scene at the Western and Sunset T-Mobile 11 year Hollywood and Hollywood and Western. I can't remember what it was, but I it's next to the fantastic Sam's. If you're a big, if you're a big Los Angeles human. Um, but, but how, so like it just, it was just such a like, it was just such a nice reminder of just like, and it's made, and, and this trip also made me realize like how much I could be the kind, kinder to strangers. You know, I mean, I know there's some safety involved. Like when a dude asks you to come over to his car by yourself to give him directions, you tell that guy to fuck off because he's going to try and snatch you. But you know what? I like if you see somebody who's lost or whatever and they ask for directions somewhere, I, I don't know. It just, it was a really cool reminder, the kindness of strangers, you know? And so first day, the first thing I was supposed to do was get my SIM card. Now, when you get a phone, your phone is locked and that is, I actually have to relock my phone because it's a security measure. Like if someone steals your phone, they can't, they can't like pop out the SIM card. Like it's impossible for them to use your phone. Right. But you need, so I, so I get to the first place I walk out. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to, I was just told to just walk to the nearest. I was told to walk to 7-Eleven. Uh, I was told 7-Eleven would have it. So I go to 7-Eleven and by the way, there is an absurd amount of 7-Elevens in Thailand, like absurd amount. Like if you're in America, 7-Eleven is just like, oh yeah, there's that. And like people were asking me questions about American 7-Eleven and they're like, is there gas there or petroleum? I think that's what they call it. And I, or petrol, no petroleum. Um, and I was like, I don't think so. I feel like a long time ago, there might've been gas stations at, at 7-Elevens, but I don't think so anymore. I think they're just like kind of like sketchy quickie marts, right? Like they're not, the 7-Elevens in Thailand are like bodegas, you know, like they have like food, they heat up for you there. It's, there's always a line. And I found out when I was in Koh Samui, one of the islands, I was with this guy, I'll tell you about him later, but 
I was with this guy and there was this, and he lives there part time or one month out of the year or whatever. And we were buying, um, we were buying something and he sees the line. He's like, Oh, we're not doing that line. And I'm like, we're going to steal this stuff. <laughs> he's like, no. And I'm like, right, right, right. Well, what, what are we going to do? Cause I was like, we shoplifting. And he looked at me like, why would we do that? I'm like, I don't know. But also he said, we're not doing the line. So what else was I supposed to think? So he goes all the way around to and he just cuts the whole line and no one says anything. And then this other, and like there was a woman in front of us, this Thai woman. And he goes, yeah, she's going to do it too. And I go, what? He goes, that's how you know the locals, like the tourists, like wait in the long line, but all the locals just cut in the line and no one, no tourist is going to say anything. And we just cut the line and no one said anything. And it was like this weird unspoken, like, yeah, you don't live here. You have to wait in line, but the seven 11s are wild. So I walk in there and I want coffee. Now, again, I don't know where anything is. I wish I I'd like, not, I wish, but you know, cause I figured it out pretty quickly, but like uh, if I would have just walked one block, I would have found a great coffee shop, but I didn't know if that was, if that was a thing. Like I was so scared of, I was just scared of everything. You know what I mean? Like it was the first day in a new country and it's so funny looking back on who I am now. Cause you know, I, I, by the end of it, I was like, cool. You know, by like day three, I like knew what was happening. Um, and so I knew what was happening, but so I went in there and I was like, oh, I really want some coffee. So I go back in the back and they just have some chai something. So I'm like, I guess this will do. And it's like bright orange. And I'm like, oh, this is going to make me shit. And so I like go and I ask the guy about SIM cards and he's like, no, we don't have SIM cards here. Um, he's like, they do it like a phone store. And by the way, when I'm talking, it's all broken English. I'm talking broken English. Like I realized, so I met this, this, this guy in Koh Samui and I, he and I were talking, we're, we're hanging out with people from Thai, you know, people who lived on Koh, you know, Thai, Thai people. And, and he and I were just talking and we're both talking broken English. I'm like, we sound like idiots. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know how I like it, it. It faded pretty quickly when I came back to the States, but like, it was like everything I was saying had to be really st- short, simple sentences. Right. And I got so used to doing that. And so he and I are talking that way. And I was like, why are we talking this way? And he's like, oh yeah, I guess I've just been, you know, here for a month. So I'm used to talking in like broken English. So everyone can understand me, but we're with a group of people. And he's like, well, I think we should keep doing it because they, you know, they're not talking to us now, but they're listening and they want to, you know, they'll engage or whatever, or that, you know what I'm trying to say, but he's like, they're not talking to us right now, but they are coming in and out of talking to us. So it's good for us to keep talking. So we all can understand each other. Um, so when I say he's like, and I'm like, just know that it's not, Oh, you can walk down the street and blah, blah, blah. I'm like SIM card. And he's like, no, down the street, (laughs) like cell phone place. Like it's literally, it's just like that. Right. So I'm like, all right. So I go to, I find the nearest cell phone place. And it's like this hole in the wall, like kiosk thing. It was really cool. Okay. So I, I went there and I, uh, you know, I, I told the woman I wanted a SIM card and she's like, how long are you going to be here? And I'm like, oh, like two and a half weeks. And she's like, oh, this is a perfect amount. And I was like, cool. So we pop out the SIM card. My fucking phone is locked. And I didn't think to double check it because I told my my T-Mobile friend that I was leaving and she probably didn't think to double check it either. Like neither one of us. And I was like, fuck. And she's like, hold on. So then she starts running down the street with my, with my phone and with my money. And I'm like, Oh my, and again, like I had just been told that everyone in Bangkok is going to try and rob me. So I'm like, where is she going with my phone? So I'm like, like running with her down the street. And really she's just going to her friend who knows a lot about phones. So her friend looks at the phone and he goes, no, you have your phone's locked. And I, he's like, you got to call your carrier. And I was like, fuck. So she hands it to me and she's like, there's, um, 
It's called the center or centra. centra? I don't know. It's big. The center of town. It's a not town. I don't fucking know. It's this big mall. And she's like, you go there. There's an, there's an iPhone store and they'll be able to help you. And I was like, okay. So she gives me all my stuff. She, you know, I take the SIM card, I pay her and she goes away. The cool thing is uh, my last day there, I stayed at the same hotel and I walked down the same street. Now I know Thailand, you know what I mean? Now I'm comfortable with my skin. I'm comfortable with everything is and I'm not like, and I saw her and I walked in and I was like, hi. And she goes, I remember you. And I was like, yeah, from like two and a half weeks ago. And she goes, yeah, did it work out? And I was like, it did. And she goes, how, how was your trip? And it was just such a, like a cool, fun circle, like ending, you know what I mean? Like closing the circle of like that was the first person I really talked to in Thailand. And then the last, you know, I got to like, and then I, and then I ate a bunch of meat outside and I still did not learn the lesson that when they say it is really spicy, are you sure you don't go? Yeah, I'm fine. Cause he really loaded it on and I spent four or five blocks just pounding water, not knowing what to do. That was my last day. You'd think I would have learned. I still, I still try to like pissing contest, eat spicy things. I guess that hasn't changed. So I was like, okay, I guess. So she pulls up the the address on the phone, on my phone. And she's like, go there. And I'm like, okay, I, I guess I'll go there. Right. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to call T-Mobile. So I call T-Mobile as I'm walking back to my hotel and she's like, oh yeah, we can unlock your phone, but it's going to take like three days. And I was like, oh yeah, that doesn't work for me. Um, I was just like, that doesn't work for me. I'm in another country. I, and I was just like, I had said I was leaving town. I really need this to be unlocked. I can't just be without a phone for three days in a place I don't know. And she's like, and, and you know what? It's so funny. It's like end of the trip. I met this Canadian kid who was just such a dick. Um, he wasn't a dick. He was just like really bad at talking to women. And really like a white incel, basically. You know what I'm talking You know what I'm talking about? Just very like, oh God, what did he say? Oh, we were talking about men. Like a bunch of women were sitting around and we were all talking about men incessantly hitting on us. And I told the story. Um, I'm going to tell it now. Uh, yeah, guys, this is going to take me 17 years to tell you about Thailand, but that's okay. That's okay. Right. Uh, so, um, yeah, years ago we're, so me and a couple of girls, like we're at Kosak, which is like the big national uh, park forest. And, you know, and this like Canadian kid is sitting there with us and, uh, I hated this kid. I don't think I hated this kid. I just didn't care for this kid. Well, he, I was like, Oh, if you're the future of, of uh, no, I met a lot of really cool Canadians, so I don't want to say that. But my God, he was just very, very like very conservative opinions, right? Very Trumpy opinions. So um, I couldn't pick this kid out of a lineup now if I had to. But we are so uh, years ago. We were telling stories, and I was like, oh, years ago. So my my one of my best friends when I was like when we were like twenty one, she got we were out at uh, like this outdoor mall sitting, eating, right? And she was so pretty. I mean, she's like one of the prettiest people you'll see in person. Like, like, and she doesn't know it too, which is so funny. She'll be like, oh my God, the weirdest thing happened to me today. This guy just like walked up to me and gave me these flowers and said he was just compelled to give them to me. And this happened to her like every other month. And I'm like, it's not weird. You, you're a supermodel. Um, so we're sitting and we're eating and it was just always so funny. Cause I was like, how does she not fucking, so we're like sitting outdoors, we're sitting outdoors eating. And this is, I don't know, 15, 19 years ago, we're sitting outdoors. I was 21. So it was 19 years ago. And we're eating. This guy comes up and he goes, hi to my friend. He's like, I would really, 
I would really like your, uh, I would love your phone number. I'd like to take you out. My friend was like, oh, um, thank you. But I have a boyfriend. I'm not available. And he walks away. And then he comes back and he goes, you know, people break up. So I would still like to give you my number. And if you break up, I'd still like to take you out. And then she shows him her her engagement ring. And she goes, I'm, I'm engaged. So no, it's not going to happen. No, thank you. And he's like, okay. And he walks away. Then he comes back and he goes, you know what? I just, I need to give you my phone number. I just feel compelled. I feel like, I feel like I would just love to take you out. And if this, you break up with your fiance, please. And she is nine months pregnant at this point. And she's one of those pregnant people that only show right in her belly everywhere else is like, she's just her, right? She didn't gain weight anywhere else. So she looked just like a non-pregnant person sitting there. So she leaned back and shows her like nine months belly. And she goes, I'm having his baby. So no. And then he runs away. And then the guy comes back with his phone number and just puts it on the table and goes, please just take that and leaves. And everyone at the table and, and you know, I, she's like, that's so weird. And I was like, it's not weird. But everyone at the tables, so now we're back in Thailand. I'm telling the story. Everyone at the table, all the, all the women and men are like, oh my God, like what a, like what a creep. Right. And this fucking incel from Canada goes, I don't know. I feel like you got to give the guy some credit for like not giving up. And you know, I just and looked at him and was like, excuse me. He's like, well, you got to give him some credit for like not backing down. I was like, no, because no is a complete answer. Like it's a complete sentence. She shouldn't have to be bombarded because this guy's like, I'm not giving up. Like no, no is no learn consent. And then this kid just had multiple things all day. That was just like that. We're on our way back. We're in the boat and this girl was sitting behind me and she was probably like 19. And he's like, are you sick? Do you get seasick? And she goes, no. And he goes, you seem really seasick. And she was like, no. And then he just, and that's why I say incel. I feel like he just doesn't, didn't know how to, how did I start talking about that guy? I don't know. Cause we'll get to him. We'll get to him. So I'm like, all right. So I, I'm like, I, oh yeah, that, that's what he said. He was, we were talking about some, some customer service, something. And he goes, yeah, all you really have to do is just completely flip out and swear. And then they'll just give you what you want. And he's talking to like four of us. And we're just like waiting for the boat to take us to the jungle to like hike. And we just like, all of us just kind of look at him and we're like, yeah, we don't really handle life in that way. Like that's not, He's like, all you got to do is just flip out. And all I did to the woman on the T-Mobile, I was just like, that's just not going to work. I can't. I'm like, I just signed up with you guys. Please don't make this a bad experience. Like I, I was just like, I can't, I need my phone. I cannot have no phone while I'm, you know, in another country alone. And she's like, all right, give me an hour. And I'm like, okay. And it, and it was just so like, it's so funny, but I didn't yell at her. I just was kind and polite, but also like, this is what I need. Right. So I get back to my hotel and I go to the woman at the front desk who we became friends, not buddies, but like, you know, every time when I came back, she remembered me. I always think no one's going to remember me. I know that's really odd because I'm not unrememberable, you know, like I am tall and loud and I do, you know, make friends and I'm nice. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, I'm a memorable person, but I'm always surprised when people remember me. And that's something I've been working on. I learned I was in an Al-Anon meeting years ago and this woman shared about it. And I was like, oh, that's a bad childhood thing. Cause she said she was like at, you know, she'd been going to this meeting for a little bit, but didn't really talk to anybody. And she was at the like snacks table and this guy comes or this girl comes up to her and is like, hi, good to see you back at the meeting. And she goes, you remember me? And the woman was like, of course I do. And it's like, and when you grow up, 
you know, alcohol, you know, when you grow up in trauma and alcoholism and abuse, you just, you just, you become invisible. So you just assume everyone. And I'm still, it's just, it still comes up, you know, when I, when I see this woman in Thailand, like three weeks later, I'm like, how do you remember me? And it like still comes up because I feel invisible sometimes and I know I'm not, but so I, you know, I, so I told the, and the woman's like, all right, we'll call you back in an hour when we have it fixed. I'm like, okay. So I go to the woman at my first hotel and I was like, how do I get to this address, which is where the Apple store was. And she's like, oh, we will take you in this tuk-tuk. And a tuk-tuk is a bicycle with a little thing in the back where a person rides or several people ride. And that was one of the ones that I was told about the haggling, right? And that they'll try and like, ha like have you pay more than you should pay, right? And so, but because it was so close and I, I paid for the hotel, it was free, right? So the guy takes me to this thing. I go to the mall, which was wild. I put, I, I put it in one of my reels on Instagram. Just, it was like a five-story mall. It was so wild. And I thought, I like looked at how, so I go to the Apple store and I think it's called iShop, um, like iPhone, like the way that's spelled, but it was shop. And I go in there and I'm like, I wonder how much an, like a, a laptop top is because everything's so cheap there. And it's a, it was like 40,000 baht, which is like 1200, uh, like $1,200, $1,300. So I, I was like, okay, it's about that. And so I'm waiting in there and then T-Mobile calls and it's fixed. So I'm like, all right, now what do I do? So my buddy Keith tells me, all right, I have my thing. I have my thing. Okay. Explain, <laughs> explain the showers. That's what it said. Uh, I was like, okay, I'm writing. Okay. Oh, I was right. I should, I should trust myself. So my buddy Keith, had gone to Thailand, I don't know, last year at some point. And he, you know, he was emailing me back and forth about like things I should do, things I should, you know, look out for, things I should absolutely see. And he was like, there is a view that no one believes me, but it's like a, a view in the city and you have to go see it. And I was like, okay, I will go see this view also because I don't know what else to do. And I also was, and then he also said that Wat Po, which is a Buddhist temple, he says there's, you know, every, and everywhere there's Buddhist temples. Like in every city I was in, there was a Buddhist temple. Um, but he was like, this one is the least touristy. I don't know how much validity is that. Cause I, every, he was same amount of busy as all the other ones I saw, but but he's like less touristy, but it was fucking beautiful. He goes, so you should go there. So it was like, all right, these are, this is what I'm going to do with my day in Thailand. I'm going to go see this view. I'm going to figure out how to get around. So I, 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 you know, Google maps is, you know, I don't know what I would have done without Google maps. Cause there's also a thing on Google maps where it can be like, do you want to take a car or do you want to take public transport? And then it tells you public transport. So I click public transport. It tells me to take this bus. It's like the 67 going this way. And also, I don't know what directions are anywhere. Like even like in call, when you lived in Denver, the mountains were always west. And I still struggled with where west, north, east, south was. I, I just, I'm not a directions broad. I'm just not. Um, but I, I was able to navigate myself through another country for two and a half weeks. So I guess I'm not that bad at navigating directions. But I, it was like this, this bus. So thank God for Google maps. Right. So it's like, take this bus this way. I'm like, okay. So I get there at the bus stop and I'm looking around and I asked this guy. And the thing is, is like I said, like everyone was so kind, like the kindness of strangers really helped me throughout the time. Cause like people were just willing to help. Like no one, like, so I see, I get on the 67, I get on and I asked the woman, I was like, is this 
am I going the right way? And the woman knew no English. So she took my phone and I, again, I was terrified people were going to steal from me until I got to the islands. And then I was like, Oh, until I got to, until I got to the elephant sanctuary. And then I realized, Oh, that's not happening. I mean, they're, they're trying to like get you to pay more maybe for a tuk tuk, but no one's going to outwardly just grab your phone and run. Maybe. I mean, people do pickpocket, but that's in any city. You know what I mean? It's not more in Bangkok. Um, so I, the woman takes my phone and I was like, oh, where are we going? My phone. We're on a bus. I don't know why I'm freaked out. Like, where's she going to go? This like 70 year old woman's going to jump off the bus and start running with my phone. Um, so I was like nervous. But again, everyone was telling me I was going to get robbed. So she takes the phone over to these young girls who were probably like in high school, maybe college. And, and she asked them and they're like, yeah, you're going the right way. And I was like, thank you so much. And I pay and I sit down and then I ask them a few more questions and I just keep Google maps on just to make sure the bus is going where it's not where it's supposed to go, but I'm going where I'm supposed to be going. And it's just so why like these girls were just like, yeah, that's, you're in the right place. Um, I was on a bus when I was coming back from the, the elephant sanctuary and I may repeat this. I apologize. Um, but I, I'm coming back from the elephant sanctuary. So it's like a three hour bus ride back to, back to, um, Bangkok. Right. And how I got there was I got on the, you know, I got a, like a, a grab, which is their lift to, from the hotel to the bus station and then the bus station to the bus station in Kanchanaburi. Right. And so I just was like, oh, I'll just repeat that, but reversed. So I'm on the bus and this girl, this woman sits next to me and she and I don't talk at all the whole three hours. Like we both, you know, kind of nap, we kind of watch whatever, but we sit in total silence. She's a great bus partner because we both sleep and we both whatever. And so then right when we get into Bangkok, I'm noticing that I've passed the bus station and I'm looking at the bus station. I'm looking at my phone. I'm looking outside and she just goes, where are you trying to go? And she is perfect English, right? Perfect English. She's like, where are you trying to go? And I was like, oh, I'm trying to go to the South bus terminal. And she's like, that's like 10 minutes behind us. And I was like, "Uh oh, so she starts yelling at Ty. The bus got, driver starts yelling back. And then she goes, where's your final destination? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to Kosan Road tonight. And she goes, why are you going to the bus station if you're going to Kosan Road? Kosan Road's right there. And I was like, well, I just, I, 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 I was told to go to the bus station. That's where I bought my bus, my bus ticket to. And she goes, no, just get out here just get out of the next one and then call grab and I was like oh do I, I was like oh and then just get a taxi she goes no do not get a taxi they are a scam do not get a taxi get a grab and I was like okay and and then she starts yelling to the guy in Thai. He yells back in Thai. And then the bus stops. And she's like, good luck on your trip. Bye. And I was like, where the fuck would I have ended up? This woman just wasn't like, hey, you seem confused. It was it was just like, I, I don't know. Obviously, that's going to be the name of this episode is uh, relying on the kindness of strangers. But it's so true. Um, so I, you know, the, I get, I get, <clears throat> I get to the next, I get to the, uh, I take the bus to Oh, do I take the bus? I'm trying to remember. Do I take the bus? Do I, I take the bus? I took the bus for a while to a train station. But now that I know the train stations, I could have taken a bus from that train. I could have taken the train from that, but whatever. So I took a bus to a train station. Then I bought one train station to, uh, pass just one way. Um, so I could get to this, 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 uh, this view, right? 
And it's so hot. And I wore these brand new sandals that I like, I thought I had kind of broken them in because I wore them around for like a week and a half in LA, but I wasn't like walking nine miles in them. Not the move, man, not the move. Uh, so I'm wearing these sandals and it's kind of, and honestly, I don't feel the sandals until I get home. My feet are still fucked up from these sandals. Um, I think it's just because you have to wear shoes and, and if you have like scabs on your feet, I also fell off that mechanical bowl. I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> Uh, I have two sets of scabs and bruises. Um, well, three, one from all of the, you know, just the like walking and your shoes fucking up from walking for like nine miles. Uh, another one. So the other two are from one is from something cool. I was in a cave in Kosak, uh, climbing around in the rocks and my headlamp went out and I tripped and I fell. So it's not really cool, but it's, you know, as my friend Nicole pointed out, it's awkward and awesome. And that is my catchphrase. Um, but like, yeah, so it, you know, I mean, I did fall and then this guy had to help me through the whole rest of the way. It just helped me like with his headlamp and this very sweet woman from Germany was like, well, she, she was also from Germany. I met a lot of Germany, German people on this, this one tour. Um, but she, was like, oh, your headlamp's out. You can't see anything. So she's like, let me walk behind you so I can like show you my, like, so I can light the way with our, with your headlamp. And that helped eons. But so I have a bunch of bruises from when I fell in the cave. And then I have a bunch of bruises from when I fell off the mechanical bowl and I'll post a video. My goal is I've just been so busy since I've gotten back, either sleeping or just busy, but I'm trying to get all the videos out by next week, all of them. But I, so I rode this mechanical bowl at this big, big, like beach full moon party on, on an island called Panyan, Panyan. I don't know how to say it. Everyone said it differently. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's it. Um, but so there was a mechanical bull and my friends that I met that I'll tell you about, uh, they took video guys. It took me a minute and a half to get on this bull. Like it took me, it was a minute and a half. And I, the woman is just like, I don't just climb on the bull. And then finally she like, I'm trying to get her to give me a boost. And finally she gives me a boost. Cause I think she's like, get the f go. Right. And I fell off that bowl in two minutes or two minutes in two seconds, literally, maybe not even two seconds. Like I literally, she started it and I just rolled right off of it. It's so embarrassing, but I like fucked up my leg. I don't know like that. Like there was, I mean, I, you know, uh, makeshift mechanical bowl in the middle of a beach party in Thailand probably isn't the safest thing one could do, but my, I'm covered in bruises. And the bruises are gone, but the scabs are still there from all the cuts, but hopefully it'll go away soon. Who knows? Uh, it'll be fine. It's always fine. So, all right. So I walked, so I walked, so then I, I bought the day pass and then I walked and it's so hot and I, I'm walking, I'm walking and I didn't realize, I mean, he wrote it in the email. I just didn't, I just didn't like, you know, think about it until I got there. It was like a legit, like five story mall. Um, but like a compact mall, like not a big ass mall that I had just come from, but like a compact, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like the size of a small apartment building, but five stories. And it, each floor had like 12 stores, but they were like packed to the brim of stuff in really close quarters. Cause it was so small, but it was tall. Right. And so he said to like, go to the very top of the building and you will see all of Bangkok. And I, and I posted that on Instagram. So that was where I was at a, at a, um, out a, a mall an indoor mall. And I tried at this point, I was trying to like look for shopping stuff, but most of it, like I was so blown away by how much American culture was 
everywhere. So this whole mall was just basically like, there was like 12 Marvel stores, a lot of guns, a lot of guns, which I guess is part of our culture as well. But like, um, yeah, like, you know, and then like a bunch of like toys that were very American that, you know, you like, I, I, what's the Tonka toy, you know, where you, the little car you drive around. It was just very interesting. I didn't expect... I didn't expect that to have so much American stuff, but it was there. Um, and so I saw the view and that was, that was fantastic. The view was, it was, it was there. You could go up further and I tried to go up a little bit further, but then I got scared cause it was the first day. And I just was like, what if you fall and then you break something and then that's all she wrote, you know? Oh, I tried to change my, um, page. I'm not ready yet. Okay. So then I came down and I had my first street meet, which is like meat on a stick. I wish they just had that everywhere here in Los Angeles. They do with the hot dog stands, but those usually make you blow out a toilet. Like these didn't. They, the weird thing about Thailand with my body, like I have a pretty sensitive stomach, right? Like you guys know, like pretty much anything will give me diarrhea or make me not poop for like eight days. Uh, but the weird part about this food is that like, I ate like three meals. I was never hungry. Like there was, I was never like, I, like I, it like filled me up. You know what I mean? Like a normal amount filled me up. Cause I know here in America, we have so much stuff, like so much added shit that's like meant to make you addicted or meant to make you more hungry. And if you like MSG will make you hungrier in an hour, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's a hundred percent factual, but you know what I mean? And so I never, and then the weird thing is, is I only pooped like three or four times and I, oh, this is your poop scoop, I guess. Yeah, this is your poop scoop. I only pooped like three or four times, but it was never like, if I don't poop for like three or four days here in America, my tummy hurts and I'm like, oh, I feel sick and it's awful and lethargic. But there it was like, oh, my body just used all of the nutrients. Like I just ate what I needed and my body used it. And then like, I don't know, every few days, every like five days, I was like, oh, I really got to poop. And then I would just poop a bunch. And then it was over. It wasn't like, and that hose, man, I think I told you guys about that hose. Um, so most of the toilets, like not the toilets, because there's some toilets that had like, that were just like a bowl on the ground that you had to just like, oh God, I had died. I, I, I was, I was, um, hung over with, um, Oh, what it, oh, was that? It was the night after the full moon party. I'll tell you guys all about that. But so I, I had diarrhea cause I was, I did drugs. Um, <laughs> that, that'll be your stay tuned for next week. I'll tell you about the full moon party next week, next episode. Um, but, uh, so I, I had diarrhea and it was like one of those, like a bowl on a ferry. And thank God I had brought a bunch of like wipes, like feminine wipes from home. I just like, I, I don't know, right before I left, um, like 6am I'm in America and right before I leave, I'm like, oh, I'm going to grab like a handful of these. And they helped on that ferry that morning when I had diarrhea with that bowl. So there's like bowls in the ground where basically you try to just like hover over and then there's, and then there's like toilets, but most of the toilets you don't put your toilet paper in. Right. And so most of the bowls, how you flush them is there's a big bucket of water next to, next to the the bowl on the ground and, a, and, a, and then there's like a bowl in the bucket of water and you just get a big scoop of water and then you dump it in the toilet bowl and it flushes it. And 
I all have so I mean I took a thousand videos so you guys will see those because the bathroom situation blew my motherfucking mind and also so then there's like a hose in all the bathrooms that weren't like bowls on the ground there's like a hose and I've seen that before and I think I've told you guys about this like my buddy's dad had him install it and when I asked him about it he just told me about him and his dad's life and I was like yeah, but what's the hose for? But it seemed like not, we like launched into a whole other story and it didn't seem sensitive to go back and be like, yeah, but what's the hose for? So when I saw one, when I got to Thailand, I was like, what is this? And then when I met a couple of friends, they were like, oh, it's to wash your bum like a bidet, but like a, like a garden hose, like by a hose, I mean like a fucking garden hose is attached to the toilets. And I was afraid of it because it's, it was, you know, it's pretty high pressured. So it's not like a, like a, like a nice, like little, you know, sprinkle on your bottom. It's like a full blown hose in your butt. Right. So it took me uh, a couple of weeks to want to use it or a couple of weeks, like a week to want to use it. But then when I finally, I was walking through one of the islands and I had to poop really bad and then I went and pooped and, and a lot of the public bathrooms, the toilet paper is on the outside and there's only like two things of toilet paper. So you have to get how much you need when you go before you go in. And so I pooped a bunch and I needed more, but what was I going to do? So I was like, guess this is as good as time as any to try this big wild hose, man. I think I'm going to buy a bidet. It was, I've never felt cleaner. I just like hosed off my butt and then I just used the remainder of the toilet paper to like dry myself off and it was clean as a goddamn whistle. It was so wild. Are whistles clean? I don't understand that saying, but yeah. So I had the street meet, back to that. So I had the street meet and then I went and bought a day pass on the train, which I was very proud of. The woman laughed really hard because I was like, so that's it. I just get to ride the blue train all day. And she's like, uh huh. And I was like, I'm really proud that I'm figuring out the public transport. I don't know why I was so proud of me figuring out Bangkok in a day. Bangkok is like not figuring out the whole thing, but you know what I mean? Being able to like get around and yeah, I figured it out the public transportation in a day. But of course I did. I live in Los Angeles. I've lived here at like I moved here at like 21 by myself and I figured it, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I shouldn't have been so surprised that I, um, that I was, that I was able to, uh, figure this out. But so I took, I, I took the, uh, I took the bus or the train to Wat Po, which is a big, um, Buddhist temple. And it was, I mean, like, I, I mean, I posted photos, like, I don't even know how to like, and there's so many cats, man. The cats and dogs in Thailand. It's uh, this woman I met the my last day, my second to last day there when I was in Kosak. She was from Germany. Her name was Sophie. She said that a lo- most places, not America though, we don't, she was like, you can tell how strong a community is by how well their stray animals are taken care of. And yeah, these straight, like on, on Kotal, they were like, yeah, the, the animals belong to the island. Like we all take care of them together. And, and it was just so, cause we don't really do that here. We don't even do that with our, with our unhoused, you know, the whole time I was in Thailand and, and yeah, Thailand, I saw two homeless people at three homeless people and they were in Bangkok and people were giving them food and, and giving them the, their empty cans so they could get, you know, cause that's, you know, currency, I guess there too, but but it's just like, you're, you know, and that's what they say. You're only as strong. A society is only as strong as their weakest link, you know? And just so Wapo had, 
a couple stray cats, which I was like, you know, mostly stray cats in America don't let you pet them or you like don't want to because they're kind of mean. And these cats were like, you know, like Henry, just like laying on their backs, wanting you to rub their bellies and almost Lucy. Lucy has been laying on her back lately and letting me rub her belly. I held her for 45 seconds, like five days ago. It was amazing. She update on Lucy. So after Henry died, she puked for like two weeks. Right. And I knew that that was stress and grief. And I, and it wasn't like black puke. Like I know I, I had a cat who had cancer. I know what bad puke looks like. Right. It's just like stress puke. And so then when I came back, for the first week I came back, she, she started throwing up again. And my neighbor was like, she didn't throw up once while you're gone. And I guess it's, so now we're back. She hasn't thrown up in like five days. She's just, I don't know where she is. She just walked by. Um, but she is laying on her back and letting me rub her tummy. I love her. Um, but yeah, Wapo, go to my Instagram if you want to see those, those photos. It's just so fucking pretty, man. Um, you have to have your knees and your shoulders covered. There is a, a thing that I still, that I'd like to learn more about, but you walk into a temple, right? And you donate uh, 20 baht and then they give you a three long incense that are tied uh, with, that are tied at the end with a birthday candle. And then there's like this flame that you light the birthday candle and then the birthday candle in turn lights the incense, right? And then you're supposed to go and kneel in front of the statues and I'm, I'm assuming pray. That's, that's sort of what I did. I don't know. I got to look into it. That's sort of, I, I, I'm assuming that's what everyone did. Everyone's in the pray position. And then, uh, and then in each of the papers, there's some gold paper that you like go up and you put it on the Buddha or on whatever the, the, the statue was. It wasn't just Buddha. It was a bunch of, it was, I don't know. Probably I, I, this was like three weeks ago, but I, I also really want to learn about the Buddhist, um, practice cause it was really calming and rad. And yeah. So this guy was trying to help me. It was so funny. The guy who worked at Wapu, Wapo, um, everyone else seemed to know what was going on. And I was like, oh, I don't know. What I, and you know, I was like, I had been in Thailand like 12 hours. So this guy like really walked me through it. And it was just so interesting too. Again, there's that kindness of strangers, but like, it's so interesting when you are in a place where you don't know the language and you, com you learn to communicate with people who don't, who aren't, even people who weren't speaking English, we learned how to communicate. And it was just, oh, it was just, I don't know. So we got through day one and I'm going to wrap this up. So we got through the first day. Uh, like I said, I, uh, I got back to the hotel and my feet were completely cut up and I was exhausted because it was still like, I don't know. I think by the time I got back, they're 15 hours ahead of us. So it was like the, you know, I, you know, jet lag. So, and I knew I had to get up really early so I could, take a bus to the town where I will tell you about the animal sanctuary, not animal, but the uh, elephant sanctuary in next week's episode. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for always listening. You know, I'm one lucky broad. Um, I say that every week. I'm one lucky broad because you all show up every week and listen. Someone downloaded a bunch of episodes in a city in the uh, somewhere and I was like, oh, that's really rad. So hi to the new listeners. I, I love that you're here. Um, and I don't know. We will try and go faster with this, but I guess I, I every time I like panic about how what I'm talking about on here, I get like four messages that are like, just be you. Obviously, you guys are still here. I've been 
this is the point of the episode where I have a spiral out that I'm not interesting enough to keep people listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I promise I will get through this trip. I still haven't even posted everything. Uh, and I'm, I'm planning on writing a book about this. Like, I think I told you guys last week, like an eat, pray, love, but like my version, like more crass and, you know, I, I haven't decided what I'm going to call it, but I, I, I've started it and I'm excited about it. So, um, I think that's the episode. Uh, if you want to send me your poop scoop, I'm out of poop scoops and you know, I didn't have any poop problems the whole time I was in Thailand. Cause it was, <sighs> it's just lovely. You guys, I think that's where I retire. I think that is where I retire in my life. Um, but yeah, send me your poop scoops. Uh, send it to kimcrawlspace at gmail.com. If you've pooped your pants, come close to pooping your pants or have a really embarrassing poop story, please send it my way. I love it. I love them. All of them. Um, that is it. Uh, let's see. Patreon. I have a new bonus episode with Maggie Mayfield. We dropped that. Dropped it. We dropped it this uh, a couple weeks ago. I don't think I'm cool enough to say we dropped that episode. Uh, but you know, and then you have the bonus episode with Jeff May and I, and then, you know, I will be getting back on track. So you'll have early access to episodes and I'm just getting, you know, I'm, I feel so chaotic and far behind, but I'm just trying to breathe in one step at a time. One step at a time. It'll all be okay. It'll work out. It always does. Right. Um, so that's it, everybody. Thank you so much. Oh yeah. If you want to join Patreon, go to patreon.com slash Kim crawl. You know, the drill. Thank you for being a supporter. If you are a subscriber of that, it just means a whole lot to me. If you're not, I'm still happy that you're here. Obviously. Uh, obviously. Um, yeah. Just listening to me every week means the fucking world to me. So thank you so much. And, um, I don't know, be safe, be kind. Yeah. And I've often relied on the kindness of strangers. I don't know. So maybe, maybe we all should try to be a little bit kinder to strangers. I mean, I'm pretty kind to strangers, but not give someone directions on a bus stranger. And it just was really eye opening to me because it cost those two broads nothing. It cost the broad, the T-Mobile broad, nothing, you know, and it's just really, it was really nice. And the woman on the bus and so many more along the way. Um, cool. All right. I love you all. Uh, stay safe. Uh, apparently that co that COVID is still going around. No, I know a bunch of people are getting the new variant. And apparently, um, I have a, a couple friends who have, who got the OG, like I had it and still have like inhalers and have a hard time, you know, doing stuff like they still have long haul COVID and they just got the new variant. And they said that this one is brutal. Like they, they're, they're in the same boat as me. They had the OG, their long haul COVID. And then they've had it two other times with the vaccine. And this is their fourth time. And every, they're just saying it's like fucking brutal. So just be safe out there. Be kind. Yeah, that's it. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Crawl space, crawl space, I don't care, crawl, crawl.